Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the From Hobby to Full-Time Podcast. If you are just tuning in to these episodes, maybe you found them on Spotify or someone referred you to them, thank you. If you're a personal stylist, then you are in the right place because this is a podcast where we talk about all things personal styling, but also a good dose of mindset and uh, a lot of the woo and all of the little things that you need to know to be an awesome awesome stylist. So I myself am a personal stylist and I am also the founder and creator of the Personal Stylist Network and the Founders Club. So we are going to talk today about why it's okay to have a side hustle and still call yourself a stylist. So in last week's episode, we talked about why having a full-time job is the best time to also launch your personal styling career. I'm not going to go into all of the details on this episode, so you'll need to go have a listen, but that episode is really closely related to this, so I really would recommend that you go over and listen to that one. I think it's episode 19 or 20. You can find it on my website as well on chicstripes.com backslash podcast. If you are listening to this on Spotify, then just jump back one episode. I think it's like 15 minutes, so no excuses. Um, We are going to piggyback off of that one and talk about this. So number one, I believe there is a general misconception out there that unless you're going balls to the wall, working for yourself or in your business or making six figures or whatever the case is, that you're not successful if you have other jobs or side hustles or other part-time gigs. And I want to call BS on that because it's a very 1950s idea that you go to school, you get into college, you get a job, you climb that ladder. Today, we know that many of us go to school and then we rarely use our degrees or we use them for a little while and then we have a career shift. And that can come at 25, 30, 40, even 50, right? People all over are making big career shifts. And I think a lot of times that also becomes because you are tired of doing what you've been doing and so you're looking for something else that fills you up a little bit more than perhaps that traditional path that you took early on. So definitely the freelance economy and the freelance freelance gig economy has gotten a lot more accepted. I think there definitely was a time where if you were a freelancer, then, um, you know, you just maybe couldn't get another normal job or whatever the case was. But I do think there's a weird stigma around having a bunch of side hustles. And I want us to break that. So we're going to start to do that today. And I'm going to give you a few reasons why I think it should be broken. So number two, as humans, we are multifaceted, right? Often we have a lot of interest and we have a lot of talents. Marie Forleo um, said in her book, everything is figured out to a world bowl. I did not pronounce that right. Um, That's hard to pronounce. That she calls herself a multi, what is it? Multi-hyphenated entrepreneur or like a multi-passionate entrepreneur. And it's just this idea that as entrepreneurs, you basically have a lot of side hustles. (laughs) Um, You have a lot of ways that you make money. And if you're lucky, it usually is a combination of all of your interests. So for a long time, I kind of covered up the fact that I had this um, kind of very academic background in social work. I went to grad school. I have two graduate degrees um, and now I am in fashion, right? So for a long time, I felt like I ditched this very worthwhile, worthy cause to work in something that was frivolous, the fashion field. Um, And a lot of times I would use my graduate degrees 
as if to prove to others that I was smart, but I was making a conscious decision to be in fashion. And I was, but for some reason in my head, the idea of um, not embracing all of my talents and all of my skills and thinking that one was less than the other was really something I grappled with. And it wasn't until probably maybe two years ago, um, a year ago that I kind of came to grips with that and was like, no, you know what? And it was really reading it in Marie Forleo's book that I was like, no, I am like a multi-hyphenate, multi-passionate entrepreneur. I have a lot of skills and I have a lot of talents and I shouldn't cover them up or I shouldn't be afraid to do one of them. And they may come in and out of my life, right? You may also have skills and talents that you use as jobs that come in and out of your life based on different periods that you're in for whatever reason. And this isn't also to say that every interest should be turning into a money-making gig, but it is also to say that you should encourage yourself to do your thing. And if you can get paid for it, why not? Okay. So number three, I want to also put it out there that side hustles can be fun because you get to work in a maybe a completely different industry and use a different side of your brain than you would in your primary industry. So right now I actually have a side hustle as a grant writer. So this is something I did full time um, before all of the fashion stuff. And what that lets me do is really dip my brain back into the analytical research, writing, work with nonprofits, and I get to keep those muscles sharp. Working in my business with Chic Stripes and the Founders Club is amazing. I love it. It's my dream, but it is definitely a different brain usage than this side hustle. And so while I'm working on these projects, it is really fun to get back into some of those different types of writing and different research and things that I have to do to really work those muscles. And I have worked on projects that include uh, helping create programs for victims of human trafficking, um, for social enterprises, for people who are coming out of jail and prison, and helping an arts organization pivot its online platform thanks to COVID um, and really help get them funded for this new way of doing business. Um, and I also have worked part-time at a brewery, and that was a really fun side hustle. I used to be embarrassed when local people would come and they'd see me there, and then I realized that I was only judging myself. And for what? I don't even know, because that is one of the most fun jobs I've ever had. The money is so easy for what it is, and I met my partner there. <laughs> So that is a winning side hustle, if you ask me, and I would never trade that for the entire world. And one of the things that I firmly, firmly believe in is that your background, no matter what you have done, makes you the person you are today and allows you to have the voice that you have. And that all frames how you do what you do it. And anything you do is always going to enlarge and enrich your capacity to understand the world around you and to become a more interesting person. So one of the reasons I love side hustles and I love different things is because it makes you a broader more interesting person. And I would not trade that at all for the entire world. All right, number four, you could also have fashion related side hustles, right? So as a stylist, I have done so much. I've actually worked retail. Um, I used to ghostwrite fashion blogs for people. And I worked as a wardrobe stylist doing headshots for a local photographer, in addition to my styling clients. So while not technically those maybe weren't 
qualified as a side hustle since it was in the same industry, it was diversifying my income stream, which one, again, was fun. Um, two, it let me do slightly different things. And three, it is just really, really smart to diversify your income as much as you can. And you can also use those things as a stepping stone for while you are building your business, if you are looking to do just styling with your clients or whatever the case is. That's what I did when I was working with a local photographer and styling her clients for their headshots. Um, I was working with her two or three times a week. It was really great, really consistent income that I could count on, which as we talked about in last week's episode, you want income you can count on. And it gave me a whole broad set of skills that I can now teach my stylists. I can help my clients if they're doing photo shoots. And I could parlay that into so many different things. So never ever um, think that having side hustles or different jobs that you're doing is going to bring you down. It's only going to make you more successful. So number five, the last thing I want you to um, ask yourself and really come up with an actual answer to is how are you defining successful? This is going to be a hundred percent different for everyone, but I think it's a really important question to find out what to you is successful. Cause for some people it may be climbing that corporate ladder and maybe making six, seven figures. Um, I don't know what your definition of success is, but for mine, it is not sitting at a desk nine to five, having freedom over my time and having a flexible work schedule. <laughs> Anytime I have tried to go back to a desk job or I've done um, any sort of desk work where I had to be somewhere for an allocated amount of time and people were checking in on me, it literally felt like my soul was dying. <laughs> um, and I had to do something different. I had to make changes. I couldn't stay in those environments. So I have always been someone who I would rather, um, work for myself and have a little hustle, then work somewhere where I am not happy. So for me, success is being happy, being free with my time, being flexible, and being able to work from anywhere, right? And so this, no matter what I'm doing, I'm going to choose side hustles or part-time jobs, or I'm going to work on expanding my business in ways that allow me to meet that level of flexibility and freedom with my schedule. So I did struggle with that for a long time because I said, oh, well, these part-time jobs, maybe they're distracting me. And I wasn't looking at them as a way to enhance my worldview, to have some fun and to be outside of what I was doing in a different way. So ask yourself, what is your definition of success? Is that working with one client a month? Is it styling part-time so you can stay home with your kids? Is it styling on the weekends or evenings because you love your full-time job. I know I've talked to stylists out there that really love what they do and they're not ready to transition to full-time styling. And that's okay. That is, I mean, it's not okay. Like that's success. We don't need to have that disclaimer that that's fine because it just is what it is. Your version of success may be hiring a team who's going to style under you. This is your business. This is your life. So I want to challenge you to create and design it in a way that works for you. So whatever that level of success is, what, however you're defining a successful life, a successful business, that is going to keep you moving forward and it's going to inform the decisions that you make 
And it may mean that you have side hustles. It may mean that you have a full-time job while you are launching your career as a stylist. It may mean any number of things, but what it doesn't mean is that you are a failure or that you're not doing it right or that you're doing it wrong or that someone else is doing it better than you because it means that you are focused on creating a business and a life. You are designing that business. You're designing your life in a way to support you and how you want to live. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We are going to see if we continue this into like another little mini episode for the month of June, if there's other things I can talk about um, in terms of business and income and side hustles and all of that jazz as a stylist. So if you have any questions or comments, please slide into those DMs. We are at Chic Stripes as my more personal account or at the Personal Stylist Network. And of course you can email me at gmail.com and um, how else can you find me? I don't know. Please just don't Facebook message me. I don't check Facebook messages. So if you send a message there, it may take a while before I get back to you. Um, so, okay. If you are still listening, then I also want you to know that when this episode drops, which is going to be Wednesday, the 10th, we have the doors to the founders club open. So I had planned a whole on official launch for last week and we spent the week being silent in honor of black lives matter. I participated in a lot of the protests here locally in my city of Richmond. I sat back and I listened and I watched and I learned. Um, if you're on my newsletter list and you got an email from me about how I want to move forward, I will be sharing more on Instagram. But one of those included the launch of the Founders Club because that was scheduled for last week and I had to make some decisions on what I wanted to do. I did not feel that I could move forward with the launch um, with the copy that I had written because it was written for a different time and a space and I wanted to honor what was going on, um, honor those in my community, honor those who want to be in the community. And so we have had some members join. So what I eventually decided to do was I opened up the doors um, for those that wanted to wait, were ready to join. I wanted to honor that. And I have decided to um, keep the launch going. So we're going to have an official launch week, I believe, next week, um, June 15th through the 19th, 17th through the 19th. Um, so if you are not yet on the Founders Club waitlist, I would encourage you to do so. There should be like a link somewhere in my bio. You can DM me and I will send that to you. And if you are ready to join the Founders Club, well, let me tell you what it's all about. Um, it is our online membership community for personal stylists. We help you um, dream, launch, and grow successful personal styling businesses. There's an entire biz bootcamp that lays out all of the foundational information you need um, in order to structure your business for success. You get the Style Foundations mini training course, which talks about body type, how to measure, how to do visuals for your clients. Um, and you get the Founders Club access. So that is monthly coaching calls. That is access to industry experts who talk about things like marketing or brand photo shoots, how to use Instagram to sell. Um, and we have like whole segments on virtual styling. So it's literally everything you need to know as a stylist based off of courses and um, a community inside of Facebook where you can ask questions. We have stylists from all over the globe, all over the United States, in Canada, in London, and it is a growing, supportive, thriving community that I am so honored to help lead and help be a part of. And I would love to invite you to join that as well, especially if you are a new or aspiring personal stylist, you may be a little bit on the struggle bus, you don't know what to do now, um, this community has your back. We are not going to tell you um, 
exactly what you should do or hold your hand, but we will ask you questions. We will help you figure out the answers um, that are inside of you for how you want to design your business for what your definition of success is with your business. And all of the resources and templates are there for you to use and adapt to your own business. So it is a really awesome, amazing community. I open the doors a few times a year. There are monthly, quarterly, and yearly options for joining. So if you are ready to become a founder and take that next step in your business, I would love to have you in there. Please DM me if you have any questions at all. Um, doors are still open. They will be closing, I believe, on June 19th. Um, and we will be having an official launch week next week. So you will hear probably one more week um, of ads until we close it down and don't open it up again until the fall. So if you um, are really ready to use some of this downtime that we've had with COVID, then I would encourage you to get in there, start watching those modules and then get ready for fall, right? Because things are opening back up slowly but surely. A lot of the stylists in our community are have been doing a few in-person appointments with masks and gloves. They are getting ready to go out to retailers and stores. You don't want to be behind the ball. You don't want to be behind the eight game, um, behind the ball, behind the eight ball. You don't want to be behind. So get in here now so you can get really ready and prepared to start working with and taking clients in September or August or October or whenever you're ready for you and your business. So, all right, that is it. That's all I have for you. I will see you next week. Thanks y'all.